Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick and Sam Kegovich. What a week we have had in Australian sport. Takes a bit of recovering if you really love your sport. These nimbus clouds that are hovering over oh. all sports, it's depressing. You're talking yeah. about the ACC report? No, I'm talking about that Quade Cooper knocking out that insurance salesman from <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> That. This show might get stopped at 25 <laughs> minutes. We're not quite sure. We're contracted oh. to do 30 minutes, but hey, you never know in this day and age. Tonight on the show, Australia's sporting reputation is on the slide. So is boxing's, of course. But the reputation of the Wanderers is certainly on the rise. It is indeed. We give some odds on Falau, Del Piero and Jesse and Biswar. Plus, Matt Burke is along to talk rugby. And it's all brought to you by sportingbet.com.au. Jesse and Biswar. Is it? Biswar. Yeah. <laughs> We start with possibly the biggest story in Australian sports history, the Australian Crime Commission's report into widespread use of drugs in Australia, uh, organised crime, uh, match-fixing, you name it. They've all been tarnished. But how's it been handled, you reckon? I think it's been handled appallingly. All these mass allegations have been made, created mass hysteria. Darts thrown everywhere. Darts thrown everywhere, mass hysteria. And by the way, more importantly, it's sullied our wonderful international sporting reputation. Now, a few clubs have been named yeah. and they've all said they've been named. That's all they've been able to tell you know us. You've been named in the report. The annoying part here, I know the ACC by definition don't have the jurisdiction to actually charge anyone, but they do hand over the information to the governing bodies. Now, it's, up, it's incumbent upon the government, government bodies to name the individuals, name the perpetrators of these heinous crimes and get them out in the open and clear the decks. And I've got to say... The longer this lingers, everyone is under suspicion, correct. which is so wrong. And now drugs at, uh, testing in NRL, particularly AFL, is very, very strong. Yeah. The, the three strikes and you're out rule has got think, some issues about it, but got, it's better than the Americans. Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm really concerned about, I don't know what Essendon were thinking about, you know, this is something out of Faulty Towers, to have an off-site, uh, yes. you know, shooting uh, that laboratory. That's strange. I'm not suggesting for one moment there's anything clandestine, anything untoward. But why have it off-site and unless, great suspicion? Unless, unless of course. But gullibility is not an excuse. Or I can understand the players being a bit vain and... Uh, a bit vague about a it. A bit vague naive, about it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still on the drug scandal, while many are calling it the blackest time in Australian sport... Not many of us know what will actually happen. Now, we've seen some clubs that have been named. They've all said, yeah, we've been named, but we don't know what we're guilty of, other than being... Uh, well, the rules, well, the rules Stephen are... Stephen Dank is the key yeah. man in this whole scenario. Well, Stephen Dank's the key. There's a number of key issues. The rules are as such. If you get caught guilty of the players, they do two years. Anyone else beyond the scenes, like paramedics or so forth, they get a four-year ban. Depending upon the severity and the depth of the uh, transgression, but does this cover come, come under the three strikes you're out? Three strikes, and I'll tell you in, what, in it does, it yep. does. And this is the problem with drugs, and this is the problem with the AFL's three strikes and you're out. It creates evasion for a start, but more importantly, you know, in the drug drug scene, we have got this widely held notion that party drugs, uh, illicit drugs, are all okay. okay. Now, you might think I'm a South Park fan, but all drugs are bad. I've we got... don't tolerate any drugs, full stop. Yeah, but while you've got a three strikes and you're out rule in the AFL, that's a bit hypocritical. And at the same time, you've also got the rule where if you take party drugs and you volunteer the information, yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but my issue is how many guilty verdicts will we get by the end of this? I'm tipping that we won't get too many. No, there won't be too there many. There won't, and... won't be 400 people and attesting that's the positive. Physical... Exactly, and that's the And that's the nature. scary thing about throwing yeah. this out there 
Is there a political motive? I still think there's I probably, possibly, a political motive behind it. Uh, look, if you uh, if you read all the various bits and pieces, you could quite easily come there's up nothing, with. A... There's all I talk about match fixing, and there's no. There's a lot of, of political match... point scoring here. When speaking of match fixing, though, this fight on the weekend, well, that had everything. Sonny Bill Williams against France both are ended in controversy when the fight was cut from 12 rounds to 10, and Williams won. The added controversy over an alleged positive drug test that was released to two media outlets who were both aligned to the code of NASA camp. So there was no due process, no second sample, no, no anything to poor old Botha. This stinks of match fixing. Well, two things here. You know, all the good work that was done in boxing last week with the Daniel Gill and the Mundine. Uh, Anthony Mundine fight has all evaporated into nothing. Flip. And let me tell you, I don't know what this, uh, the ramification is, but when a guy, a respected voice like Johnny Lewis comes out and he's absolutely irate and said this is one of the blackest days, there's a pall of dark smoke hanging over the boxing game, you've really got to take that. And the other thing I want to know, how does Coda and NASA officiate as a promoter, a promoter when he's, un he's an unregistered uh, oh, Anybody manager. can do that. In the NRL, the thing is, people forget, Sonny Bill Williams walked out on a contract with the Bulldogs... He also walked out on a contract on uh, the weekend when he said he'd fight 12 rounds, and he said it in the press conference. I will go the 12 rounds of this fight if I need to. And he didn't. So why the 10 rounds? Because they knew he was in trouble. He the was ring, the submission. The ring announcer yeah. was uh, reportedly told yeah. not to mention how long the fight was going to go. It turned exactly. into a farce, and as you said, poor old chump at home who paid 50 bucks yeah. to watch that on main event. Once again, the punter gets I started. I apologise. Because he was going to be well, pummeling the submission. Ten rounds, and the bloke, you know, both are, let me tell you, he's 38 or 48, or however old he's, I've got no idea. I watched but he's going to go nowhere. I watched him fight Tyson last century. Uh, we're four topics into the show, and this is our first good story, so that's how bad things are going in the world of sport. But this is a good story. The West Sydney Wanderers continue their amazing debut season. What about them? 2-1 over Newcastle, second on the table. The unthinkable would be winning the comp. Well, it is unthinkable, but it's a, it's a distinct possibility. Can it happen? I know they've got Ono and Hershey, the two great imports, but you've got Beecham and uh, guys like Beecham and Stanley, who were Sydney FC players last year, playing Bridge, enormous Bridge football. Bridge playing well. You're playing outstandingly well. Popovich is a superb coach. They've won five games on the trot, the most at any Goalkeeper's club. having an outstanding uh, game, aren't they? Kovic, Kovic yeah. yeah. He's a Melbourne victory, former Melbourne victory guy. Well, But one of the real strengths of the club, let me tell you, is a guy called Lyle Gorman, who's the chairman. He was a stakeholder and he was the guy that helped build the Mariners and now they've seconded him to do uh, I'm assist go the Wanderers. Them. I haven't watched them, but well, they say the crowd got great appeal. is yeah. unbelievable. They're animated, they're, they really get behind it, but it just highlights in sport what is terribly what imperative. They five games a very in a row? strong administration. And Lyle Gorman is the unheralded man there. You don't hear about him, but he's created the pins in the right place, a solid foundation. And the rest just emanates from Where there. would they play the grand final if it was Mariners oh, versus Melbourne, Wanderers? Melbourne, where you do everything, where anything is <laughs> any good. Melbourne. Melbourne. Play it on the Yarra, as long as it's in Melbourne. That's what you do if you want to get a crowd and you want to be assured Move of success. On. Now, the NRL and the All-Stars kicked off the season with the Indigenous side beating the NRL All-Stars 32-6. You watched some talk the game may not survive. Well, I saw snippets of it, I did. In fact, I saw a lot of it. I saw the Barber and the Thurston show. That's all it was. But uh, should it stay around oh, for the long look, haul? I know where you sit on it because it's divisive. But Divisier. I say 
let it go. Unless it's broken, there were 40,000 people. They yeah. loved the night. It was entertaining. You know, you had... You uh, had Russell Crowe was there. You had them interviewing Melman players while they were on the bench to the crowd. So it's entertainment. It's what it was, Why can't you do that? If a bloke's on the bench and he's done for the night because he's got an injury like they interviewed uh, Ben Barber and he's got a bit of a groin strain, yeah. why can't you do that anyway? But it's all secret squirrel as soon as the comp start. It was <coughs> fun. They were good. It was great tries and why well, don't, you don't play with it? First and foremost, because you come from base camp, you don't play the game for fun. But this was a fair spectacle. No, it was fun to watch. Oh, yeah. It was fun to be a part yeah, well, of. The atmosphere. I'm looking at the actual nitty-gritty of the game, trying to win the game. I've always been opposed, was fun, I've been opposed to the games of this, of, of this concept. It's purely and simply because I find with the conciliation aspect, it's a line in the sand and divisive. But the spirit in which it was played, and I must confess I watched a lot of it, it was fantastic. Yes, because there's snippets. no real malice and it just got played for the, the right highlights. reasons. A lot of game... The game was free-flowing. Barbar and Thurston Show. Now, later this year, new sport will be added to the 2020 2020 Olympics. And final loving is well underway to select the uh, sport. Now, I'm going to throw a few sports at you. Baseball, softball, karate, squash, roller sports, sport climbing, wakeboarding and Chinese martial art. Wushu! Which I'm a fan of. What's wushu? It's a Chinese martial art. Um, Call, uh, (laughs) How do you win win a game of wushu? By beating the other guy into submission. Beating the absolute crap out of the other wushua. Um, I'm going with squash because oh, yeah. we're our shandy chance of winning a medal. Uh, softball and baseball, I think. Who we are? Yeah, Australia. Pakistan would be immoral to win the squash game. Mate, do you remember Heather Mackay? She did win a couple. She's 98. Still, she's good loins. They've been oh, passed down. Come to me, quick. Camera um, one here. The rock climbing squash thing is, is no the good. ideal game because squash, whether we can win a medal or not, is irrelevant. The reality is that squash is a real demanding sport. It is something that demands dexterity, which is talent, which you're very limited at the minute. I thought dexterity but, was movement and, and... And movement, but talent, of course. You've no, got well, to be ta- very adroit. No, I don't think dexterity... You can be dexterous uh, and up, not talented. Yeah, well, I beg your pardon. Anyhow, squash is the ideal sport. You're dead right, Russell, because it is a real challenge and demanding on the body, and there's a lot of... Uh, what is roller sports? Of skills. Wakeboarding, roller I can... You leave me out of wakeboarding. Roller, roller sports, sports when you, you know, mowing the mark about 3 o'clock driving through the cross. Uh, that is the headlines. I want to leave that one right alone. Next up, Matty Burke is here to talk Super Rugby. Big question I want to ask. How come there's only two games in the opening round of Super Rugby for 2013? We'll also talk Six Nations and the Lions Tour, which is coming up later this year. The Lions Tour is a big thing. That's a big thing. Welcome back to the show. The Six Nations is in full swing. The Super Rugby season is about to kick off and the Lions Tour is the highlight for 2013. So our man Matt Burke has joined us and uh, you've caught up on some... <laughs> I've seen... Sleep. What are you laughing at? I've seen you two somewhere before. Mate, I was about to say, I've only just caught up on some sleep from the weekend. It knocks the socks off you. Three times I woke up on Monday morning. On Monday, so I slept morning, afternoon and obviously evening before we came into the game. It's tough. It, it's very, very hard. Of course, we're hosting Same the ESPN coverage. <laughs> Uh, beautifully and resplendently dressed by Henry Bucks each and every night. I thought I'd just get that. Oh, please. Um, just a quick one. Uh, the games in the second week were horrendously mm. boring in comparison to the first week. Uh, would Robbie Deans be a lot happier now that he's seen that rugby with a few injuries as well? I think I think it would be, uh, Rusty, because they didn't throw it about. They weren't as expansive, mind you. I mean, that Ireland-England game was just terrible. You know, the rain, you couldn't quite see it on the TV, but the rain was coming sideways yeah. and it just made it hard to play. But that's how they learn to play their games. I mean, we they only got across the line once and Manu Tuolangi couldn't quite hang on to the try. But 
you know, penalty goals all day. It makes it a tough game. It makes it very hard. Why have we only got two games to open the season? Seems a bit uh, sparse. Yeah, well, Super Rugby. Back, yes. back end of that, the, the lines are out. So that's the big one, as Rusty nah. spoke about before. So three weeks, three test matches in a row. Uh, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney. It's going to be massive. And then they also play Waratahs and the Western Force as well on the way over. Oh, they to get play them, them all. But <coughs> So there's, there's games at the end that... And and the the uh, the brouhaha developing between the, the provinces and the wallabies about players being available. What yeah. what's your thought? You've been involved in Lions tours. I reckon it's a, I reckon it's not bad. If you can take them out, but I mean they're talking about three weeks beforehand. You know, if, if you give them maybe a week and a bit and then maybe take them for a couple of days at a time, because always that first game of the year. Why don't they're they just a bit rusty. Them, play yeah. the week before and then Play the test match. Play the week before, play the test match. No, exactly but they right. won't have a month in camp. You've got to, oh. it's, a massive, it's, a, yeah. it's a massive series. They have to win this. The Wallabies have to win this. I mean, 12 years ago when, when we played, the, the British and Irish Lions, they're still filthy that they lost that series. You know, one up, smashed us in the first game, one in Melbourne, one in Sydney. They want to come home and win this because they haven't won the series for, for a while, the Lions. Well, Duncan McRae, who's a regular on this show, is probably <laughs> going to be the most disliked man because he jobbed uh, Ronan O'Gara, got 10 weeks. Oh, I don't think he, right. he jobbed yeah. him. He, he jobbed him a couple of times. I belted him on yeah, the way down great, as well. Yeah, great. Yeah, forget about all the anecdotal stuff. The biggest thing in rugby union, without a doubt, is Israel Folau. Yeah. He's your biggest story. Absolutely. Will he be will a Wallaby? Be? Yeah. I reckon he will be. I reckon he will be. He, he's in the trial matches. What he's shown so far, he's he's been outstanding. So scored two tries, ran past a couple of big name players in a, in a Melbourne game. Well, one of them ran the other way. Well, so ran that the other helped. way. Thanks. Oh, very who much. was that? Who was? <clears throat> I James O'Connor. No, you're critical no, of the no, committee. He said it was no. James O'Connor. Well, who? who? It was James O'Connor. Yeah, he, oh, James he, ran the other way. He didn't want to put a hand on him. I mean, is he six? Well, six four. He bagged me for saying that last week. No, no, no. It was you could see he just didn't want a part of it. Well, he pulled out. Remember yeah, that absolutely. game against Fitzroy? You're accusing a player pulling out of a Remember game. Remember that game in Fitzroy <laughs> when you didn't really put in? You're not pointing at me. I think he played well last week against uh, against. Wait a minute, that wasn't or... the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky that ACC investigation doesn't go oh. back 35 years. You've been all sorts. Statute of limitations. It's gone by then. Exactly right. You're breaking up. He will. He will play. He'll play. Well for the Waratahs, he'll get a start. Whether or not it's it's wing fullback, centre maybe as well. But or on the bench as a cover. For as a, a cover. So on the James O'Connor, you reckon pulled out because he was. Oh, he, had a, he had a little shy away. Let's just say that. So uh, have you ever pulled out of a game yourself, by the way? I pulled out of the. I pulled out of a game. Mate. Out of a tackle. I remember back in the day, Berkey had this shoulder operation, <laughs> and he says he couldn't lift his elbow up here. And I reckon you could. You were still golfing on the. Russell, basically, just settle down. Um, Quade Cooper, what about his debut in boxing? Was that one of the highlights? And as a rugby player, were you proud to see that uh, take place against the insurance it salesman was, from Brisbane? You're, you're proud to see him win. I mean, the worst thing that could have happened for him is he got knocked out by the Muay Thai uh, NRA specialist at the same time. But <laughs> I think it's re, I think it's reinvigorated him as to play rugby. Oh, I think yeah. he's realised that this is my gig. And I got, I'm on a sweet ride here. Yeah. I almost I've stuffed done, it up, I've but I've managed yeah. to get it back. I've done this for a show, yeah. and all of a sudden now I realise, you know, where my what about one thing interesting? Did you ever take any uh, performance-enhancing? Uh, we used we drugs? used we used uh, as uh, as our trainer said BHW, bloody hard work it yeah. was, and, and that's what it was. You had your had all your minerals and 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 vitamins and that kind of stuff, but no one was down. No, no, that no track. you're right. That time we did we wouldn't even buy a packet of steamrollers because they look like a pill. <laughs> Honestly, we wouldn't. What would you say though? And we've spoken about it off air. Mm. If someone took you off site to say, look, I need to 
put something in you, yeah, but you I'm not going to do it in front yeah. of the. Yeah, you got the a question, bike. exactly right, and and, and I think I particularly mean, if he gave you a bong, I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> three Just quarters of an answer half before you saw it. And put soda water in it. You're on a health kick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back, okay, in, where you go? back in the day, it was oranges and a gasper at uh, halftime uh, for you, yeah. blokes, wasn't it? Sorry, oranges and a gasper. What's wrong with you today, Russell? Anyway, it was it was towing party line, yes, but then you got a question at the same time, you know, and so. At that stage, you've got to ask the question if you're if you're getting pulled uh, offside. It's like a scene out of Faulty Towers, honestly. Some <laughs> you of your best work, gym. mate. You're better Thanks, today boys. than you were on the weekend, that's for sure. Thanks, Matt. James, that kind of pulled anchor. The bookies board comes out for the first time in 2013. <laughs> we'll get some odds on ADP, the Aussie double and the cricket, and we'll talk about Jesse and Biswa. You know them, my kitchen, my kitchen rules. Mate, I'm on professionals. James, James, that kind of pulled out your own. I'm going to tell James. Masterchef. Righto, we got rid of Berkey. Now time for Odds Makers, where we give our rather fictitious odds on whatever markets we choose, some even uh, non-fiction, if that makes any sense at all, including this first one, the Doesn't Australian really, cricket but... team, about to play a four-test series in India. Then there's the five-test Ashes series. Mm. So what odds? They do the double. Win both. I reckon about 10 to 1. Right they, might draw their, they might draw the series well, in that, India. If they, Can't win the Ashes. Well, that means they're 100 to 1 because they've got to win the series in India, I which understand. I reckon is about $3. And I reckon they're about $4. But if they win the series in India, I reckon that's about the price. $14, $15. I can't see them... I don't think they'll win I either. I can't see in England Anderson, Finn, Broad and Swan and making enough runs against that quartet well, to win the series. Well, I don't think they'll win India because they've brought back Harbajan and you can imagine... India are pathetic, The track Russell. will be like that. There'll be cracks oh. everywhere and you're not going to tell me that Nathan Lyon, Xavier Doherty and co are going to... Well, they it. might. Well, the, the quicks might have some uh, an impact over... Oh, please. They've dropped Gambia for a start. It's going to be 60 and degrees over there. The quicks will be gone after 20 minutes. But they, they break down on beautiful conditions in Australia. Two rugby trials into his career. Israel Folau continues to impress. What are the odds he gets a starting spot in the Wobblies by the end of the year? I reckon about uh, two to one. I've got him at evens. I reckon about two to one. I reckon he might just be where he needs he to be. He might well be the wow factor of the Wallabies, the X factor that they're the looking Israel for. Israel Folau factor. Yeah. May well, not no, but wow factor, Lau factor. Robbie Deans might be looking for him. Robbie Deans may be just reluctant not to play him a bit too prematurely. Mate, he got one kick at GWS in his first two games. He's yeah. already scored four. Four tries in his first two yeah, games. Yeah, but obviously the rectangular uh, oval is to his liking. It's his go. And, but I'm just suggesting in a union, he, I know he's showing all we the just right... Had doing all the, just what is a rectangular the, oval? A rectangular, <laughs> one like this, Russell. Rectangular but all oval. The K, oh, Paddy. And KPIs <laughs> are that everything's tracking beautifully with him. So I... Sydney FC still haven't re-signed the great Alessandro Del Piero and we continue a reputation of saying that name each and every show. There is talk of other clubs have him on one day. around the world chasing him. He's bumped us for 60 minutes. I don't know why. Uh, so what are the odds he stays with Sydney next season? Tens on. Yeah. He's already done deal. He's loyal. He's, no, he's not loyal. He's loyal. He is stayed he? with one club for about 15 years in Italy and I reckon he's going to stay with Sydney uh, FC as okay. well. I'm going with you as well. No, maybe not as confident as you. Well, I it's a done deal already. But two's on. the good thing about this... Only, well, he's loving life in here. Well, he's loving life here. He exactly. walks down the street. 38 goes, years of age. I think I know you. And not only that, but he's still mesmerising and captivating uh, the audiences and the what, opposition. 11 goals he's kicked so Well, far. he has, but not only that, but he's been the major playmaker. He's mesmerised the opposition, even though he's, you know, he's slow, but his wit and his, uh, his skills 
are absolutely fantastic. Sounds like you were describing yourself. They helped My Kitchen Rules get massive ratings, but now Jesse and Bizwar have been eliminated. So what are the odds the producers find a way to bring them back at some stage or they make an appearance at the Indian coverage in the cricket? I can tell you two things. A, I can't stand the reality shows. I can't stand cooking shows. And I can't stand... If they do bring someone back, for Christ's sake, put a mesh over their head. All right, and some gloves on. I'm uh, sick and tired of seeing these chefs putting their big fingers and their thumbs into... I don't... Put whatever. I, don't, I can't stand them. I hope it's 50 to 1. OK. I reckon there'll be fives on because... Right. They... Well, they, they're the Spice Girls. They re... What about their behaviour? Did you Rebel ever see them? Yeah, yeah that was terrible. Them. But that's the whole thing. They only cut up the juicy bits. Yeah. Just to make... It's like this show. They cut up your good bits, which is about one-tenth yeah. of the show. Yeah. Your bad bits is the rest Tell them you've been on the show. Nine or ten years. And why? Makers, and why? No... Tell them why you've been because on the show. Because you're the best person yeah. in the whole world. <laughs> Next up, happy time, the big finish, and our sporting bet, best bets of the week. Bizwire. Without you, I'm Who nothing. Who put this here? Without you, I'm nothing. I know you. Oh, we know that, but don't tell the audience. Please. The other thing was, Bizwire. Get on your own Bizwire. Happy birthday this week to Cadell Evans, the Tour de France winner turns 36. He was pretty quiet throughout the whole Armstrong saga. Should he have said something? Absolutely. Because he's squeaky clean. Absolutely, because uh, we worked out there was only two or three Tour de France winners in the last decade mm. or plus that uh, are clean. So, but yeah. His definitely. name wasn't sullied because they all know that he was a superstar. Happy anniversary to my good mate Stephen Roger War. 14 years ago this week he was named Australia's 40th Test Captain and still my all-time fave. Oh, he's all-time fave after Tubby. Tubby was the best captain. And happy trails to the Monopoly Iron. It has passed go for the last time after it was eliminated as a playing piece in an online poll. It makes way for a new cat piece. Who wrote that? Who wrote that? Now for the big finish. The NAB Cup starts this week. It's good to have the over. We've had rugby league, the NAB Cup. Even though it's a bit of a hit and giggle, I'm still happy footy starting. We've had everything. Faulty towels after getting Perth glory to last year's grand final coach, Ian Ferguson. He's been given the boot with the glory now in the last place. Would you want to be a okay? He's a bit I'd, stiff, you know. Well, he lost half mate, his side midway. We have it read between the lines. Oh. Where, who do you think will be coaching them? I know they've appointed an interim, but I reckon old Johnny Cosmina will rear, go over to Perth probably next. The journeyman. At the opposite end of the coaching scale, Craig Bellamy <laughs> re-signed for a million years for a million, million dollars. There was never a chance he was going. Joey, why would he want to leave Melbourne? Melbourne. The epicentre of cultural Australia. And the world. And the world. He's got a fine food, he's got a lovely environment, he's mm. got a great football team, and I'm there with him. <laughs> and Australia's into the final of the Women's Cricket World Cup on Sunday. They haven't lost a match and qualified with a match to spare. Their opponent is still to be decided. And they were brilliant against the uh, Sri Lankans. They're outstanding, the ladies, women. Well done, so. girls. Now for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. Hey, I saw the tweets out there. I don't want to boast, but I did tip Brant Snedeker to oh. win the uh, Pebble Beach program. So I'm going to go out wide again. Hunter Mayhan this time around. I think it's the Farmers Insurance or something. I can't believe you. And I like victory to you annihilate the Wanderers. All you Westies out at Wanderers who are on this high... Leave us alone. 4-0, you'll be annihilated by that great Melbourne victory. Go! Uh, the only good thing about Melbourne victory is that they're in Melbourne. Uh, sporting bet think the Brumbies will beat the Reds and with the footy seasons in all codes about to fire up, here is one place you need to go to. Footytips.com.au All of the footy tips. Super Rugby's the first one up. Who are you? I'm Russell Barwick. And I'm Ange Postacoglu this week because victory are going to get and do the job. You know, it makes sense. Ange Postacoglu's nose isn't that big. It is. It's not a bad proboscis. Uh, what well, about little Jimmy Christo? You seen his nose?